And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Today on the news and why it matters, a field director for Bernie Sanders wants to put Trump supporters in gulags. Huh. Got a lot to get into there. Also, a preview of the Democratic debate tonight. And leftists want to cancel Vince Vaughn for (gasps) speaking to the president. We have got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by our good friend, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Good to be with you. Happy Thank New you. Year. Yes, happy, happy New Year. Uh, candidate for the state chair for the Texas Republican Party. Absolutely. And if you guys are interested in hearing more about his campaign, you can go to West for Texas. That's correct. Westfortexas.com. You got it. Hey, look You're at that. I remembered it. it. I remembered <laughs> it. Uh, also joined with me is Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, and Aaron Colin from TheBlaze.com, our very own Aaron Colin, who we're going to be discussing one of his op-eds that he has has up at theblaze.com right now uh, about the Democratic Party, Booker, Harris. It's going to be good. Uh, But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Candid. Now, uh, Candid is uh, is here for those of you who may be like me, and you may need a little bit of an adjustment with the straightening of your teeth because you spent a bunch of money a long time ago with braces, and then you stopped wearing your retainer, and (laughs) turns out your teeth don't stay straight forever without something there keeping them straight. Uh, So I am actually using Candid myself. I've been through the whole process. You do it all from home. That's the huge part. You don't have to go into the orthodontist and you make all these appointments and it takes you away from work. No. They deliver the clear aligners directly to you and they straighten your teeth for 65% less than braces. Uh, The candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing and being like, oh, you have braces. Uh, You can, like I said, you do it all from home. A licensed orthodontist looks at your pictures that you send to them and they, they deliver everything right to your door. And again, like I said, it's licensed orthodontists. They're not general dentists. So you can go to Candid, uh, candidco.com slash Y. If you use promo code Y, you will get $75 off. Trust me, you are going to want to do this. It's way cheaper than braces. Get straight teeth like me this year. Go to candidco.com slash Y. Use promo code Y for $75 off. All right. It's going to be an interesting debate tonight because there's a lot of uh, moving parts right now that have just surfaced. I know yesterday we discussed the uh, the leak <laughs> of uh, Bernie Sanders allegedly saying to Elizabeth Warren that no no woman could become president. Now we've got a Project Veritas video that has just dropped and it involves Iowa field organizer Kyle Jurek uh, talking about how we should probably put Trump supporters in gulags. Now, I do want to give a slight disclaimer that there is some foul language involved. It's bleeped, but maybe want to leave uh, the kids out of the room for this one. Watch. You didn't think that some of these, like, mega people could even be (laughs) re-educated? And some of this is not bleeped. I mean, so. we got to try. I mean, like, so, like, in Nazi Germany, after the fall of the Nazi party, there was a shit ton of the populace that was f***ing Nazified. And, like, Germany had to spend billions of dollars re-educating f***ing people to not be Nazis. Like, we're probably going to have to do the same thing here. 
And that's kind of what Bernie's like, well, oh, hey, free education for everybody, because we're going to have to teach you not to be a Nazi. There's a reason Joseph Stalin had gulags, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, gulags were a lot better than like what like the CIA has told us that they were. Like people were actually paid a living wage in gulags. They had conjugal visits in gulags. Oh, okay. Gulags were actually meant for like re-education. The greatest way to break a billionaire of their like privilege and their idea that they're superior. Go out and break rocks and throw them over today. You're now a working class person, and you're gonna learn what that means. Uh, mm, a lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack there. Uh, Colonel, are you surprised at all? No, I'm not surprised. I mean, this is who they are. This is what they think and believe. I don't think he's in Iowa anymore. Maybe he is in a gulag right now. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully I get to go to a gulag. They're probably going to just execute me when they take over. <laughs> but the interesting thing, Sarah and, and guys, is that if you look at what a state senator just said in Virginia, State Senator Marsden, He is saying that everyone that supports the Second Amendment has a mental illness. And so this is what they believe. If you don't believe and embrace our ideological agenda, no matter how failing it is, then there is something wrong with you and you need to be reeducated or you have a mental illness or something along that. Now, they will never say that transgenderism is a mental Mm. condition, which the American Psychiatric Association said, because they embrace that as part of their agenda. So this is going to be, a, you know, we talked offline. This is going to be an incredible 2020 for you guys because they're just going to keep feeding you all all the ammunition because they believe that, you know, we're out of the bag now. Yeah. Jason, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, there was so much. I, I don't even know where to start. But I mean, one of the, it's, it's just so great for them to finally kind of out themselves in their own words mm-hmm. when he was talking about, why do you think we want free education? Why do, you want to, why, do you, why do you think that it's, you know, such a good idea for us, the government, to educate your kids? Indoctrination. It's exactly re-education, indoctrination. That's exactly what it's there for. Um, I couldn't believe a lot of that that wouldn't, wasn't even showed. But he talked about, you know, that if Bernie, and I, I thought this from the get-go, uh, and I thought it was going to happen actually last time when the superdelegates went to Hillary and he was so mad and the big split, which also called a big, uh, caused a big split like with Center American Progress. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, oh my gosh, that was untouchable. You know, the leading progressive think tank now, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, their online presence is gone. Um, but if they, he was saying that if they do this again to them while they're in, where's it, Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah. If they do this in Milwaukee, they will be. They said it will make 1978 look like a Girl Scout cookie reunion or something like that. He was saying bring fire to the streets. Yeah, he said he said if he does not win the nomination, uh, Milwaukee will burn. Or even right. if it goes to a second ballot. Right. Said that. Yeah. It'll look like Chicago. Imagine, yeah. Can you imagine you put revolutionaries running for president of the United States, revolutionaries that sing shirtless in the Soviet Union. How do you think they're going to operate once things come? You're talking gulags, op, you know, you're talking indoctrination, you're talking about the streets of Milwaukee burning. You get what you deserve, I guess. The bad part is that he's not going to be asked about it. He's not going to be asked to answer for this person on his staff. If he was, they would just frame him as, well, this is just some radical staffer that we have in Iowa. Don't worry about him. But they're not going to show this video on any of the networks that the people who would vote for the Democratic primary would ever watch. So it's just going to blow under the rug. And so we will see it, and we already know what we think about them. We already know what's behind these policies that they're doing. But the people who actually are going to make the decisions for that party, they're not going to really be aware of this. And a lot of them, I mean, maybe they're okay with this kind of talk. I don't know. But we won't find out because we won't see it on. But I think the concern they have to have, I mean, and I'm going back to the General Soleimani, uh, Mm -hmm. the rhetoric, they're creating the commercials for September and October in their own words. Because if Bernie Sanders does become the nominee, 
You can guarantee that that will be a commercial advertisement that will resurface uh, starting as soon as they say, you know, our nominee, you know, future president Bernie Sanders. Bam. Mm -hmm. That kid's going to that video. As well as I think something happened with the Green New Deal where one of the people behind it said it's not about climate. It's about changing the economy. It's about flipping things upside down. You know, sometimes they say that quiet part out loud. But it doesn't really get publicized, so it really is on us to try to kind of get that out there as much as we can. Uh, Colonel, I want to go back to something you said just about how the left is so good, I think, at reframing what words mean Mm -hmm. and reframing something to make something either sound benign when it's not. Right. Or or vice versa. You know, you talked about transgenderism. That's not a mental illness. That's totally fine. But believing in the Second Amendment, which is part of, you know, what this country was founded upon, that makes you have mental illness. I see that in this video, too, where you have someone talking about that's what they had to do to Nazis, put them in gulags. And it's like, who are the Nazis really in this current day situation? Well, that's the thing. And that's where the education, that's why what you all do every single day is is important. Because Nazis stood for National Socialists. Mm-hmm. And so let's start talking about what socialists do. And Benito Mussolini was an Italian fascist dictator. Let's start talking about what fascists do. You know, Antifa, who goes out and says they're anti-fascist, right. but yet they're beating up and keeping people from having a First Amendment freedom of speech and freedom of expression. Hello, yeah. McFly. Maybe we need to have some conservative education camps to, to teach these uh, young people what they're not getting. So it's so important we take the language back from them. You know, instead of saying abortion, you're murdering an unborn child. It's not women's reproductive health. They are very good masters at uh, language and lexicon manipulation. Uh, And I think that's something that if I can criticize the current GOP, uh, I wish I could do it a lot, but I'll do it a little bit right here. Well, that's Um, one of the things we're trying to change here. By the way, WestfordTexas.com, if you'd like to change what Jason's about to say here. No, no, no. I know where you're going. You're right. I think there's an absence of actual teaching conservative values nowadays. A lot of people are like saying, oh, those conservatives, you know, like, pick some random person that has nothing at all to do with conservatism, Mm -hmm. but they're grouping us all together right now. I haven't really, okay, yes, I will invoke the holy name of Reagan for a second. I haven't really seen someone do that effectively Mm -hmm. until a guy that was a liberal and had to study this stuff in depth on his own by reading through, I think it was when he was uh, when he was doing stuff with GE. He learned all this stuff on his own and then was able to, with charisma, teach it to people. Mm -hmm. I don't see that today. The only people I I see trying are I don't know, maybe people on the Internet or something like that, but not people that are elected in government nowadays. I also think, uh, give me your thoughts, Aaron. I also think that I completely agree with you, Jason. I also think that we're not teaching history anymore and we're not using opportunities to say, okay, so you keep calling someone a Nazi, um, but, but can you, like, let's talk about what the Nazis actually did and what they stood for and what their ideals were, and let's line that up and see who they align with more at this particular point yeah, in time. Anybody watching that clip, I mean, it's nonsense what he's saying, and Nazi has become a thing where they say it so much, it's just somebody I disagree with. Mm-hmm. I'm a Democrat, right. and somebody I disagree with, that's a Nazi. So we're going to throw you in a camp and make you believe what we believe because you're the Nazi. Anybody who had an understanding of history in the context of that word, they would look at that and say, this person has no idea what they're talking about. But because that word has just become sort of just a, a name that you call somebody that you don't like, mm-hmm. you can just get away with saying that. And he believes that he's using it accurately, I'm sure. Oh, just like uh, concentration Race, camps. And just like racist, sexist, mm-hmm. homophobe, Islamophobe, everything. They just throw these labels out there, but they really don't have any meaning anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know coming up, we're going to talk about the Democratic debate happening tonight. Aaron, you said, you mentioned that uh, you don't think that Bernie is going to be 
asked about this particular video that surfaced at all. You don't even think they're going to no, bring it no, up. In the, a, it is a CNN, a CNN debate. debate. Mm -hmm. You don't think it's even going to come up. I don't think they're going to challenge them in that way. I don't think it's in their interest to tear down their own candidates. You know, they'll push them on policy differences a little bit, but they're not going to call somebody out. I don't, I'd be surprised if they called them out on the thing about can a woman win? I'm not sure they'll even ask that because they're not trying to risk tarnishing one of the candidates that might be the one to go up against Trump. Mm -hmm. They're not going to give any ammo to Trump against their own, you know, top frontrunners. Yeah, Jason, what do you think? It's interesting, actually, because I, I, initially when you were saying that, I completely agreed with you, but then I was wondering. You should still agree. With I should. I should still, <laughs> if I want to see more intelligent, I'll totally agree. With you. Um, but. I don't know, like, there is a push now within the elites, within the media, with everyone to kind of help Biden along, I think, on some of these. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious. I, I don't know if, you know, be, they'll feel pressured to be like, oh, my gosh, one of these crazies is getting a little bit closer. I wonder if we should help tip the scales a little bit to, you know, to mm -hmm. old lunchbox Joe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you think it would be smart for Biden to bring it up? Absolutely yes. smart for Biden yes. to bring it up. And that's what I wonder as well. What do you think? Uh, Sanders is in the top position in Iowa. He's got the spotlight on him. Someone is going to bring this up. Someone is going to cause that controversy. Absolutely. Oh. They have to cannibalize each other now because they're fighting. In, what, three weeks? Yeah. They're fighting for that small pool. And right now, Warren wants to convince the, the Sanders crowd, because that's her crowd, the far left crowd, that she's the one that can take that, that standard forward. And what you're right, the, the folks there that are of the Democratic establishment, I mean, Jim Messina has even come out and said, hey, guys, we, you know, time out. We're getting a little bit too wacky. Yeah. And so they're very concerned that uh, they're setting themselves up for a McGovern, uh, mm -hmm. Dukakis, uh, Mondale kind of moment here in this year. Well, I mean, the, 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 the Warren leak was came out through CNN. Didn't it? Right. Yes. So it kind of almost almost seems like they're already in that pocket of we got to do something against uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, yeah. I guess I'm coming over to your corner. I think this oh. was probably gets brought up tonight. All right. Maybe uh, I watch. More, watch more on the Democratic debate when we return. I hope they do. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like it would be. I go back and forth. I almost. All right, we are going to get into the Democratic debate tonight. But first, imagine a world for a second where you might not be able to train in groups with your firearm. Yeah, it's happening in Virginia right now. I know I know the colonel is on top of this. Mm -hmm. And according to the law, a person shall be guilty of unlawful paramilitary activity, which is a felony if he assembles with one or more persons for the purpose of training, training with practicing with or being instructed in the use of any firearm intending to employ such training for use oh, yeah. jason's looking at me like i'm crazy i'm not gun uh, range like no gun for ranges use. they are they are voting to make indoor gun ranges illegal yeah uh or in furtherance of a quote civil disorder yeah so um they're trying to take away your second amendment rights uh and who knows where that's going to happen next that's happening in virginia um but Hey, Virginia and anyone else who is worried about that happening, you can actually train in the comfort, convenience and privacy of your own home uh, and not let the big tyrannical government know with iTarget Pro. Now, they have this uh, proprietary app and laser bullet that you put in your gun. They have all different calibers and they allow you to safely train with your actual firearms since, you know big government doesn't want you to train with your gun. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, you can go to, uh, let's see, itargetpro.com. Use 10% off. If you use offer code NEWS, you will get 10% off and free shipping. That is itargetpro.com, promo code NEWS. I mean, seriously, hello, Virginia. 
you're going to want to get on that because uh, they're not going to let you train in groups now. You're on your own. ITargetPro.com. Use promo code NEWS. Now Jason's all worked up about this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that, Jason. Now no, Jason's all that. worked up about this. H- HB567. That was introduced uh, last week, uh, Thursday or Friday, and they voted on it yesterday in the Virginia House, and it passed. They are going to make indoor gun ranges illegal. You have to get permission from the uh, Commonwealth of Virginia or the federal government to have an indoor gun range. And you must have 90% of your patrons must be law enforcement, local or federal, and you must keep a list of all patrons that go into your indoor gun range. You, you wonder how they something that's blatantly unconstitutional, they can get this stuff done. And that's who that's they are. That's insane. That's exactly who they are, which is why it, I know we, we got to get into the, uh, the, the debate, but th- th- that's why I just I don't understand how Virginia allowed them to take over it's, all chambers. Well, see, it's the same thing that's happening here, Sarah. Yeah. Fairfax and Prince William County, the major population counties, just they rule the rest of Virginia. So think about what is happening here. 254 counties in Texas. But most of your population is concentrated in about eight. Mm-hmm. And those eight counties will end up, you know, setting the political atmosphere in Texas if we're not careful. Yeah. Uh, so back to the Democratic debate happening tonight. Now, there was a Monmouth poll that was just released late last night that shows Biden with a considerable lead in Iowa, which is, of course, where the debate is taking place. Uh, he is beating Sanders by six points. Biden is 24 percent to uh, Sanders, 18 percent. So I, it'll be interesting to see if his performance affects that number. Maybe he has a good performance. Does that number go up? If he has a bad performance, does that number go down? You'd think that by now his support is pretty rock solid. Uh, and they're not going anywhere because he's had some pretty bad moments in the debates and he hasn't really seen it much. Yeah, he no. hasn't really seen many I, defectors. I, I said it before. I, I think that Biden could sleep. He should just go to sleep up there. He, Everyone laugh. Oh, plan. that's Uncle Joe yeah. sleep, sleeping at the Thanksgiving table. You yeah. know, we all know Joe. I, he just, just shut up and yeah. you're going to win. Yeah. It was the same, I think, for uh, even President Trump during the campaign. You're like, dude, you don't have to get all, you know, like combative. You just sit, sit back and let Hillary bury herself. Mm-hmm. That's all he has to do. There was a ton of people, uh, you know, in the middle of the country that were centrist. They could be either Democrats or Republicans. They jumped for President Trump. Trump, I think that there's a good chance that a lot of those people would say, oh, maybe I could jump for Joe. And a lot of those Democrat voters in the primary are thinking that, I think they're thinking the same thing. Um, so I, in saying that, it would be, an, I think we win in a landslide if mm-hmm. it's uh, like Bernie Sanders or, you know, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. We destroy them because of those voters. But if Biden and the rest of the establishment knows that, if he gets in, it's a little bit more of a tough fight, but yeah. we still win. Now, I think it's still going to be a landslide. You still think? You Absolutely, win. because you just talked about a large percentage of their electorate is going to stay at home if it's Biden. Mm. Good point. Mm, that's a great Good point. point. Uh, so tonight we have Biden, Sanders, Warren, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, and Steyer. No Yang, no Gabbard, no people of color, really. Oh. I was told that the Democrats needed someone who was more diverse than what is on this list, Aaron. They have, they have a weird idea about diversity where they think it just means if you put the right categories of people up there, well, if I see some black people up there, well, I'm black, well, I will just like latch onto them for good. Mm. But that might make me look at them and say, okay, let me see what you've got. But if then you talk and your policies are not good, you're inauthentic, you're inconsistent, well, I'm just going to go somewhere else. And it doesn't matter if Joe Biden is a white guy or Bernie Sanders is a white guy. 
that's not going to matter to me if the black candidate or the other minority candidates are not good. And I think that's how voters work, and I think that's how the party establishment misunderstands their voters when they're putting out these candidates. They're like, well, why didn't, why didn't anybody latch on these minorities? Well, they're not as good as Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, the white guys and the white woman, you know. So, so that was what the, in your op-ed, the miscalculation that you think that, that uh, Harris and Booker were making? Yeah, I mean, they just weren't, they just didn't run good campaigns. They didn't define themselves in a way that, you know, we know what Bernie Sanders and Warren supporters are about and what they want. We know what Biden supporters want. They want somebody who's going to kind of keep the status quo, somebody who can they replace Donald Trump, but we don't want to flip the country upside down. What was Kamala Harris's thing? What was Cory Booker's thing? They just, they were there, but they didn't define themselves in a way that went past just being a minority candidate. You have to do more than that. That might get you a stage, that might get you some attention, but you have to be more than that, and you have to separate yourself in a better way than that. Yeah. Uh, Colonel, do you think that Bernie and Warren are going to, are they going to be at it, at each other's throats, or are they going to play nice for the cameras? No, they have to, because that they want that pot. Yeah. Uh, that far left, uh, you know, electorate. And that's what they're fighting for. Joe Biden doesn't too much care about Pete Buttigieg, you know, he's not looking for that. But they want to be that dominant entity. And that's how you have to start looking at this now is where do these numbers coalesce? Mm -hmm. You know, Joe Biden may have, what, 24%? But that means he doesn't have 76%. Right, right. And that's a huge number. Uh, And he's pretty much so capped between that 25 to 30, maybe, percent. I don't think he's ever been above 30 percent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that Elizabeth Warren and and, uh, Bernie Sanders are going to fight at it because they understand that Joe has only got that 24 to 27, 8 percent. There's a whole lot out there that maybe I can garner. It will be interesting to see, Jason. I mean, we all know Bernie, he's not going to pretend very well that he's not angry. Right. He's a very angry guy. He's very very outward about it. It's very apparent all over his face. And you got to believe he's really pissed about uh, what Elizabeth Warren just did to him with leaking this information about their private meeting that allegedly he said that, which I don't think that he said it in that way. But. It'll be interesting to watch Bernie and how he handles Elizabeth Warren. I've got an anger scale, and it goes from, what's the guy that, tr- that paints the, the pretty little trees? What's the guy? Bob Ross. So it goes from Bob Ross to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so happy she can to Bernie. That's the very end. Uh, he can't hide it. He, there's no way he, he can't hide it. I, I bet you he straight up just calls her a liar. Yeah. I bet he does. I think that she, I bet she has this Kamala Harris-like moment. You know, like, that was, and actually, that was the only one thing she did try. Yeah. The only moment she had. And she saw a quick rise, and then she just, yeah. like, crashed and nothing burned. nothing to build on. Nothing after that. Yeah. Um, but I think she's got her eye on that one moment, and I think it's calling him out for this. And how people can trust her on, on any of these? How many lies have we caught her campaign in so far? There was the one where, remember she said over and over and over again how she was, she used the same wording, how she was fired because she was oh, pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pregnant. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden the documentation didn't bear fruit yeah. on that. Yeah. How about uh, the fact that she was Native American and wasn't? <laughs> right. Oh, wait. I, I'm sorry. I forgot. She is 1 1,024th. Who are you to say how much you have to have? To- <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she just identifies as Native there American. You that you should be that. able to pass you these days. Yeah, I'm Norwegian. <laughs> oh, wow. My name is Sven. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Sven. Before we go, uh, much to the leftist dismay, we would like to send our thoughts and prayers 
over to uh, Glenn, who is with his family right now. His daughter, Mary, was just undergoing brain surgery earlier uh, today. And this was a very, very major surgery, obviously, to stop her seizures. So thoughts and prayers out to him, along with Jeffy, our very own Jeffy. Uh, he had to go into the hospital. He had a Ton of things wrong, but uh, namely gallbladder, which he is going to have to get removed. So thoughts and prayers going out to uh, our Blaze family. Also, before we go, if you have not yet subscribed to Stu Does America, brand new show that Stu just was able to announce to everyone, you have got to go to YouTube, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. There's like 10 million of them now. Stitcher. Whatever that is. I don't know. I hear it all the time. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen, you got to make sure, go find it. Stu Does America and subscribe to it. You are not going to want to miss it. Uh, he's got preview shows coming out January 21st. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.